Hey friend, welcome back to the show. I am so glad that you are here again today because I have another interview that you are going to love that's gonna be such a blessing to you. If you have been trying to understand and figure out your calling and you're just under trying to work through your journey with God, you're trying to figure out how to bring it all together. What do all of these things mean? How do all of these things work? Then you are going to be incredibly blessed by my guest today. And so this is another mighty woman of God. Um, she is a blessing to the kingdom, and I'm so excited for you to hear from her. So today I'm chatting with Chief Apostle Dr. Felicia Williams Redmond. And just in case you don't know Chief Apostle, let me introduce you to her. Chief Apostle Dr. Felicia Williams Redmond is the earthly daughter of Mr. and Mrs. Horace Williams. She resides in High Point, North Carolina with her husband, overseer Eddie Redmond, and their daughter. She has been a spiritual mother and mentor to 500 plus children and adults that she served in her capacity as a counselor, community leader, and spiritual advocate. She is a visionary and a master builder in the kingdom of God. She flows out of the apostolic ministry as a catalyst that will expand the kingdom of God by strategic in-depth training and developing God's sons and daughters within their specific gifting and calling in the kingdom and marketplace versus a general base training with the help of the Holy Spirit. She breaks the chains of duplicating what one has seen and produces the authenticity of God's original plan for one's life. She develops change agents and transformers for the kingdom of God through discipleship, preaching, training, impartation, conferences, workshops, and kingdom mentorship with the help of the Holy Spirit. Apostle Dr. F.W. Redmond has been ministering to God's people for most of her life in the natural and in the spirit since 1999 when she was licensed to preach the gospel. She holds a Bachelor of Science degree in the area of education, specializing in learning disabilities, a Master's of Science in the area of counseling, and a Master of Divinity and a Doctorate of Ministry in the area of pastoral theology, care, and counseling. In 2005, God birthed in her prophetess Felicia Williams Redmond Incorporated that hosted quarterly crusades throughout the country, now known as Apostle Dr. Felicia Williams Incorporated. And in 2006, she became an ordained minister of the gospel. In 2007, a church without walls of Greensboro, North Carolina was planted. And in 2012, the name changed to the headquarters of a church without walls, meaning a supplier. And in 2020, the name changed to Kingdom Life Christian Center. On October 15, 2020, Apostle moved into her apostolic ascension, moving from favor to fulfillment, where she is functioning in the apostolic ministry full-time. Apostle Dr. F.W. Redmond was the founder and president of the former New Testament School of Theology that was founded in January 2012, as well as Kingdom Life Center in the summer of 2015 through 2018 which was a faith-based developmental center for children ages six weeks to five years old. As Apostle Dr. F.W. Redmond continued to do the work of her father, she heard the voice of the Lord calling her to a higher realm of kingdom work that caused her to stretch out and expand her territory further, north, south, east, and west. He shared that now is the time for a greater works movement that will serve as a bridge connector for all denominations as well as non-denominations across the world. In July 2017, she established Kingdom International Fellowship of Ministries Incorporated, now known as Kingdom World Changers Fellowship, which is a non-denominational organization where she serves as the presiding prelate of this explosive movement. Apostle Dr. F.W. Redmond is fully committed to her kingdom assignments, and she diligently seeks to share the love of God to everyone she meets. 
Hey friend, welcome to the Called and Confident podcast where you will find strategies and solutions to discover your calling, get unstuck, and move in the direction that God is leading you. I'm Shayla and for many years I struggled doing all of the things, but still wondered what was my true purpose. I did a little bit of this and a little bit of that, but it just didn't feel like it was all coming together or making the impact that I had expected. I just felt like there was still so much more. Have you been feeling stuck in life and wondering if God has forgotten about you? If so, I can totally relate. My mission is to help you take action on your God-given assignment so you can confidently live healthy, healed, and whole. If you're ready to say yes to your calling and start moving forward, then you're in the right place. Girl, it's time for a little sister chat. You grab the popcorn, I'll grab the peanut M&Ms and meet me on the couch. Let's get started. So everyone, welcome back to the show. I am so excited that you are here again today because today I have another very special guest. I have another mighty, mighty woman of God, and I'm so excited for you to hear from her. And so today I'll be chatting with Chief Apostle Dr. Felicia Williams Redman. So Chief Apostle, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited that you are here. Will you start us off by just introducing yourself, however you feel led to do so? Well, my name is Chief Apostle Dr. Felicia Williams Redmond, and I am a child of God as we all are. I'm a love of God's people. I'm an only child. I have a a daughter in the natural, one daughter in the natural, and many (laughs) spiritual sons and daughters and mentees in the world. So I'm just, I'm just, I call myself God's girl. Yes. (laughs) I love that. I love that so much. And so Chief Apostle, how long have you been in ministry and how did you know that God was calling you? That's a great question. I have been in ministry, gosh, for 24 years. Um, my ministry started in 1999 mm-hmm. and it actually has expanded or evolved and it's a role into um probably some other things you want to ask, but it has evolved in many different ways. I I spent five years serving as a clergyman in my home church, Mount Pleasant Christian Church, Disciples of Christ. Mm -hmm. And then there was a component of my ministry that um, for 15 years, no, for 18 years that I flowed out of the ministry of Apostle Dr. Felicia Williams Ministries Incorporated uh, that was known before as DARE, Deliverance and Restoration Empowerment, and now is known as Fulfilling Fulfillment and Being Fulfilled. Mm -hmm. And then out of those 24 years, I also served as a senior pastor to two mm-hmm. uh, churches that I planted, one in Greensboro, North Carolina, and another in Danville, Virginia. But the Danville, Virginia church no longer exists. And some of those people came to the Greensboro campus. Mm-hmm. And so when I think about like how I was called into the ministry or how, how I knew I was called into the ministry, is really my story is a little different than most people's story. God used, he functioned in, un, or I would say he functioned in a very different way than mm-hmm. most people, you know, where people say they heard God calling them, they felt God calling them, and then uh, they ran from their calling and things uh-huh. of that nature. I literally had a conversation with God, like as you and I are talking today, uh-huh. where people don't believe that God still speaks to people audibly, but he does. Yeah. And I could hear God clearly telling me who I was to him, 
what he was calling me to do, how he was going to equip me to do it. And it was the it was the most bizarre conversation. And I remember <laughs> saying to myself, does that, you know, yeah. like, Some of what he has spoken about, as I call you prophet, he, I had not seen. And so I was like, what is that? And he said, I'm going to prove it to you. I'm going to prove that you have heard my voice correctly. I didn't say anything to my parents or my friends about it. And at that time, I was married to a gentleman. I I was divorced and I was remarried. I was Mm -hmm. trying to get that story straight. And we were at the park in Greensboro off of Battleground. I think they call it Country Park. And they were, we were out there. And my daughter was, um, you know, trying to feed the ducks while the ducks was coming up on her. And I was Uh going, leave leave the ducks away. This lady came to me out of nowhere. Hear what I say. And she walked up on me and she said, hello. And I said, hello. Now, she didn't startle me because I'm a people person. So I didn't feel out of the way. And she said, um, and then after after I responded to her and I said, hello. And I said, how are you? And she said, what he said is true. Wow. (laughs) I I, I kid you not. And I said, excuse me? She said, what he said is true. And I said, who is he? (laughs) You know, like, like, who are you talking to? Uh And she said, the call that's on your life. And I was so amazed. This lady was like dressed in a long, like a long pearl, uh, what we would call like a kimono dress Uh today. uh And she didn't have her head wrapped or anything. And so, because some people could say, well, well, maybe, you know, she, she was a Muslim or this and uh-huh. No, she was just in a pearl dress. And I said, well, what else has he told you? And she said, he says that you struggle with answering the call. Mm-hmm. And I began to cry. Yeah. And I said to her, I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Can you share that with my husband? <laughs> At that time, uh-huh. I wanted him to see this lady speaking to me that we did not know while we were at the yes. park. And she showed, she did this, to, she, she said this to me. She said, the time is not now. Mm. She said, they won't believe now what I'm saying to you, but I came to you to let you know you heard correctly. If you're ready to strategize with God in business, I want to invite you to join me at the Building Business God's Way one-day virtual conference on Saturday, May 27th at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This conference will be an encounter to show you how to follow God's plan while you build, no matter what stage of business you're in. During the virtual conference, you'll receive biblical strategies to eradicate the poverty mindset, downloads from heaven to implement in your business for supernatural results, and prophetic wisdom to prepare you to succeed despite the state of the world's economy. Some of the conference topics will include how to confidently walk into your marketplace calling, creating innovative influence in the digital age, building wealth through multiple streams, and much more. Go to janatatashira.com backslash BBGW to reserve your ticket now. That link will also be in the show notes. We hope to see you there. And I was so amazed. And so the woman began to walk away. So I was calling my former husband at the time. And I was like, come here, come here. I got something to tell you. I got something to tell you. So he was like, what? And we said, why are you crying? I was like, this lady. Now she told me, I wasn't obedient. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody got to hear this. I said, this lady shared with me that God has called me to preach the gospel. And she shared this, this, that, and this. 
And he said, what lady? And I was like, she's right over. And when I went to go point there where she yeah. was walking, you no longer could see her. Listen, prophet, I don't even know why you asked me that question yeah. because people are going to be like, ain't no way in the world. But things do happen Absolutely. in miraculous ways. Absolutely. So then he was like, where? And I was going, right, right, right. And I, I couldn't see her. So he was looking at me like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So then we began to get um, my daughter, Jody and we were leaving the park. And as we were leaving the park, going down, if people know when Greensboro Country Park is, you can exit it by climbing up to the top or walking down through this um, uh, gravel parkway uh-huh. that gets you to the parking lot. So the spirit of the Lord said to me to look back. So I turned back and this lady was sitting on the stoop. And she was waving at me as Uh if to to, to prove to me I wasn't crazy. Yeah, yeah. And so I went to the former husband. I said, there she is. He turned around. She wasn't there again. When I say to you, he thought I was nuts. Yeah. Um, And the the people listening are going to be like, wait a minute. But I'm telling you, he used an, I want to, I don't even know how to give the definition for it, but it was, it was, it was a miracle for me. It was. It was God confirming the way God chose to confirm, no matter how, you know, he chose to do it. I'll never forget it. And I tell it now everywhere I go. So from there, I knew that I heard him correctly, even though I couldn't fully comprehend all that he said then, because that was in 19, uh, oh, I think it was 1998 or something Mm -hmm. like that. Wow. I love that story. That is so powerful. It's so powerful. But I truly believe that many of the listeners will probably have had a similar experience. Many probably have had experiences like that and they can't talk to anybody about it. They're like, no one will understand. No one will believe me. So I think you sharing (laughs) will be freeing for many people who God is dealing with them and, and, and revealing things to them in ways that other people don't understand. And so thank you so much for sharing that. That is so, so powerful. So powerful. How would you say your calling work or your assignment has like changed over the years? That's a great question. When I accepted my calling in 19, I think it was 98. And then I went through a period of um, uh, fasting with a group of women that went in for me. And then 1999, I actually uh, began to start functioning in the ministry as a clergy, mm-hmm. as a clergyman. I felt at that time I was accepting my calling to preach. But what God showed me was that he was actually taking me through different phases of my calling. As I, as we all know that we were, uh, how we were created or knitted into our mother's womb. And he started out by showing me um, who I was as that teacher and the clergyman. And from there, there, it began to change into the mode of an evangelist where I began to do crusades uh-huh. every quarter going into people's churches that allowed us to come in, my team and I, functioning out of deliverance, restoration, and empowerment. And at that point, the Lord had shared with me that he had knitted me as fivefold. Mm-hmm. And so um, I thought that was um, absolutely amazing, but I still hadn't fully come into it. And he said, I'm sending you through this evangelistic uh, uh, route so that you'll be able to see and understand how you will function as the prophet. My mouth peaks as I uh, send you to different places. So then I began to to function prophetically 
in these conferences because we all want to be empowered. Yeah. We all want to flow out of empowerment, but we got to be restored for, first. Yeah. Some people want to walk out of uh, restoration without being delivered first. Mm-hmm. So it was a deliverance, restoration, and empowerment crusade. And from there, it went from actually clergymen to the evangelist to crusades and the prophetic emerged out of that. And from there, he asked me if I would do him a favor. Now, remember, I said that I can hear God and have conversations with him uh, like we're talking, but that's because I also understand and hear and know what the voice of God sounds like because there are different voices, you know? And so even the clear conscious voice can sound like God's because it's clear, but it's still not his voice. Mm -hmm. And so... When he shared with me that um, he wanted me to do him a favor, and I said, God, you never ask people to do you a favor. He stated that this was um, this was a favor because I was functioning what he had called me to do at that time and traveling with crusades, but he needed me to come in and plant because he because he had created me or graced me as fivefold. Some mm-hmm. people have some components of the fivefold ministry, uh-huh. but God but God gave me the components, all of the components. Yeah. And he says, I've graced you to train the apostolic, prophetic, pastors, evangelists, clergy, lay teacher, and the gifts. And so I was a little distraught, prophet, because I thought, you want me to come in? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> to four walls uh-huh. after you have had me out, you know, throughout the land. Yeah, and I'm thinking to myself to be with people day in and day out. You mm-hmm. know, I just was not ready for it. And he said, "I've graced you to do it." So then, that part of my ministry changed into the pastoral piece of it, and then in 2020. Well, before 2020, then I went into my calling as the apostolic ministry. My ascension happened to be able to function in it fully uh-huh. uh, in 2020. So at that time, he really allowed me. I heard the Lord say that I created you as a master builder, which allowed me to train like over 15 churches, thousands of people in terms of leadership, but not just in uh, the faith-based community, but in marketplace, yeah. because he, he spoke of me as an influencer. And so, um, and that one, one that would stay in a place of humility, one that would not, uh, you know, switch seats and think that I am God or that I'm mm-hmm, doing it all mm-hmm, by myself. Mm-hmm. He graced me because he said he knew he could trust me with what he had clothed with me, me with. I'm trying not to get excited. Yeah. <laughs> He, he, because I know that when you walk into the grace that God has given me, if you are not submitted fully unto him, your head will grow. Yeah. And your head, your head will grow beyond the grace. And you'll begin to think that you're flowing out of your own power. But I know the humility, you know, that, um, that I walk in and it's able to be, and it allows me to be able to reach people that, People who have been graced like me, some that have been graced like me have not been able to reach because their head got bigger than the grave. Right. My God. Yes. So in that, it changed to be able to function into the apostolic ministry, um, the apostolic and prophetic movement that God himself created. And it it has been an amazing journey. So now I'm here Mm -hmm. still working with churches, still doing contracts, individual contracts 
contracts with churches, contracts with um, businesses, companies, and just being an, an apostolic mother that God has called me to be. Yes. I hope that wasn't too much. No, no, no. It was question. perfect. I love it because as you were speaking, I was thinking about the journey that you shared. And I was immediately thinking about people who feel like, well, no, this is what God called me to do or how he called me to do it. And I'm not going to do anything different. I'm not going to change it up. I'm going to stay with this original thing that God told me. What would you say to those individuals? Because I heard a lot of movement and a lot of twists and turns in your journey. So what would you say to those who are unwilling to ebb and flow with God? (laughs) (laughs) I would say prepare yourself to be in a season of stuck. Mm -hmm. Now, what that looks like is that when you're not willing to move, but you're not even accepting that you're not willing to move, Mm -hmm. it'll look like you're in a place and you're always giving out and not receiving. See, when we're willing to move into the things that God has called us to, because some of us have one calling, some of us have multiple callings. But when we accept the multiple callings, if that's our calling, then we will be able to be able to gain more in that next arena. We will be able to even see the desires of our heart Mm -hmm. because if we change those desires to be his and his is that we live abundantly here, we will be able to even receive the abundance by the willingness. But we can live a life of just saying, you know, I believe it's this, I believe it's this, Mm -hmm. I believe it's this. And we, and he will use us just like we know he used the donkey. Yeah, (laughs) He will use us to stay right there, but we will not reach the masses that we're called to reach. Just as you yourself are reaching the masses. If you just did your podcast with you just speaking, Mm -hmm, you just mm -hmm. imparting versus grabbing those that God has shown you in a place, I'm going to call it a spirit of stuck. Because yes. it's a spirit when we don't want to follow God's will. Yeah, ooh, that is good. <laughs> that is so powerful. That's so powerful. Yeah. What would you say? I'm thinking of a young woman who is trying to figure out what in the world the Lord is calling her to do. And she's just not mm-hmm. really sure what to do or where mm-hmm. to start. What would you say to her? Stop over-processing. Mm. If this is you, I want you to stop over-processing. I want you to stop overthinking. I want you to stop thinking that he's trying to call forth a perfect person mm-hmm. and start realizing that he is calling forth. He's trying to call forth a person that's willing that's willing to submit a person that is willing to be able to be used by him I want that person if this is you I want you to start to look at the things that you are good at or things that you are great at or things that you would like to do that you're not even you know good at you follow me I want you to start looking at your talents I want you to start looking at your gifts then I want you to even start looking at your heart, what your heart is drawn to. All of these things will take us and steer us into that place that he has called us to be. So if my if I have a gift of administration, then I can serve in the kingdom of God in administration. And it doesn't have to be at my church. Mm-hmm. I can be a disciple at my church because this is where I go to get fed the word of God. But, but watch this. And I can serve my church, but I need to know how the body of Christ needs to understand 
how kingdom is everything. Yes. So if I overprocess that, then I'll sit on that administrative gift. If I overprocess that, then I'll sit on that uh, photography gift. You yeah. see that? Yeah. Or that gift to be able to, to work with children or that gift to be able to be um, a life coach. I would say to that young lady, I would say to her, don't compare. Mm-hmm. Stop comparing. Don't look at what, you know, because sometimes we'll get in a place like, oh, gosh, I know I love that. But somebody's already doing it. Well, they can't do it like you. Yeah. Because he gave it to you to do it. So if it's 1,500,000 people, then you're still doing yours. You'll be able to do yours the way. But if we don't stop the over-processing, then we'll stay in that circle of going around and around and we'll just be... Well, I don't mean just be, but we'll be a disciple, but not a fulfilled one. Yes. Woo. That, <laughs> that's so good. That is so good and so yeah. powerful. And when you were speaking that, I was immediately thinking about oftentimes people are waiting for some big miraculous thing to happen in life. Like, well, I'm waiting, I'm waiting on God. I'm waiting for God to do something or do this or do that. And, but as you were speaking, I was hearing you saying, don't overthink it. Don't overprocess. You need to just do the thing he has before you do the thing that he's created for you to do, do the things that he has put on the inside of you. And so, yes, because you'll walk yourself into your callings. Yeah, you'll walk yourself right into the place that you're supposed to be. So I'm a people person. Well, I went to school to to be an educator. Mm -hmm. Then Then I began to teach. Then what? Then I started working on my counseling degree. So then it all just walked because he... He knew he had graced me with fivefold in my mother's womb. But watch this. It works with what I was also, what I also like. I like people. Yeah, that's good. That makes so much sense. That's so, so helpful. So Chief Apostle, what would you say that you're learning about God in this season of your life? Girl, look, I wish I, I could, wish I could sing like these artists. Yeah. Look, I only could sing, I only could sing when the Holy Spirit followed me. But I was thinking about Sister Kira when she said, indescribable. That's yes. When I think about him, <laughs> I was like, God in this journey of my life is like, I think about him as that song, those adjectives she used, indescribable. And I think about him as being, you know, uh, incomparable, mm-hmm. unchangeable. For me, he's indescribable, and he's he 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 is incomparable. And I just see him as an amazing God on a level that I truly, truly, truly heard about, but mm-hmm. now am witnessing. Yeah. And so, and so sometimes it is indescribable because you can feel a thing and know a thing down inside of you, but how do you express it to someone? It's just that everything that I believe that he said about me, even in his own conversation with himself, I believe that I'm experiencing that today. So my my thing with God is that he he's just amazing. He he blows my mind. That that question is like, God, what do I want to say? Yeah, yeah, that's good though. I love that. It's beautiful. And it's encouraging to those of us who are 
journeying along with you guys who are looking to you all who have gone before us to say, to still hear people of great wisdom, to describe God as indescribable, to say he's amazing. He's faithful. He's loving. It's encouraging yes. for us to be like, yes. his word. let me hang in there. Let me hang yes. in there. Yes. Yes. He's unchangeable. No matter yes. what, no matter what. Yes, that's good. So I always ask the ladies on the show to fill in the blank and I'm going to ask you to do the same. If a woman is going to confidently walk in her calling, she must blink. I would say she must believe when she can't see it. I would say she must deal with all of her fears because dealing with fears bring forth freedom. Mm -hmm. I would say that she must have a licensed counselor, mm -hmm. someone to go to and literally walk out life with to discuss things with that is state license you yeah. see and 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 I encourage Christian women not to be so focused on that a lot of times they go to just want to go to a Christian female counselor but God wants to make sure that you're in the right room mm -hmm. so the person may be a, a Christian but are they able to handle what you're dealing with? So seek if you still if you're seeking the Christian counselor, also make sure they're able to handle the things you want to bring to the table mm -hmm. because you can find that by interviewing them. Yeah. I feel that she needs to have an accountability partner because if we don't share with someone we trust, uh, all that we believe we're called to do, or even the things we say we're going to do this year. If we don't have an accountability to partner to say, hey, this month has gone by. You mm -hmm. said you were going to do X, Y, and Z. It'll cause us to slip away back into places that, you know, we've been pulled out of. Yeah. And I also believe that she must, I have a shirt that says, that reads, she believed she could, so she did. Mm -hmm. So I wrote it backwards and said, she must believe she can, so she will. That's what, you know, we must believe we can. Why? Because I can. Why? Because it is possible. Why? Because the sky is what? My limit. I can go to the sky. I can get as far as he wants me to go. And he'll let you go as far as you allow yourself to go. That's what I would say to her. Yes. Woo, that's beautiful. That is so perfect. I love that so much. So Chief Apostle, I have enjoyed so much of our conversation today. This was so good. Yeah. You are just such a beautiful person, just flowing with wisdom and knowledge. And I love how you share with others and you give so freely to other people. So thank you so much for being with me today. How can the listeners get in contact with you? I know they'll want to catch up with you and connect. How can oh, they do that? Oh, you're so nice. So there's several ways. Okay. Um, one is my ministry. They can follow me through ADFW Ministries. That's on my um one of my uh, ministry pages. Okay. And then um, also they can get in contact with me. Let me give you, they can also message me. They can follow my uh, profile page and they can message me through there. Okay. And I will be able to give them um, information uh, in terms of if they want to contact me for booking or things of that nature. They can go to my website. All right. My website is uh, www.adfwministries.org. I had to think about it. Mm -hmm. And it shows that um, where I'm able to have a ministry profile where they, they can click on to um, to invite me to come for panels, teaching, preaching, whatever, um, trainings. 
And if you just want to hang out with a sister and sit down and talk, just message me and we'll set up some time to go to lunch. Perfect. Yes. Sounds oh, good. I forgot about the Slay Sisters. There's the okay. Slay Sisters. The Slay Sisters is a group of women that um that I cover and nurture. They're from different churches and we come together to walk in fulfillment, fulfilled and being in, fulfillment, fulfilling and being fulfilled. We meet once a month. They could join that group and enjoy those impartations. Perfect. And I will link all of that in the show notes so you all can connect with Chief Apostle. So I know you're definitely going to want to do that. So Chief, thank you so much for being with me today. I truly, truly appreciate yes. it. Thank you so much. I love you. Keep doing what you are doing. Thank when you. I first met you, I knew who I was looking at Thank and I'm you so, so excited about all that you're doing and I love you and I will be sharing so much about who you are because somebody's looking for you because they need a mentor because they're called mm -hmm. to do exactly what you're doing. Thank you so much. I appreciate all of that and I love you too and I will chat with you all again in the next episode. All right, sis, I know you have to get back to your day, but I hope this was helpful and I pray it blessed you tremendously. Before you go, can you leave me a written review for the show on Apple Podcasts and share this with another sister who is ready to confidently walk in her calling? Oh, and don't forget to connect with me on social media. I appreciate you and I want you to know that I'm praying for you. Just remember, God's got it and God's got you. Talk to you soon.